Hey guys, it's Raven, assistant producer at Your Magic, and welcome back to Ask the Tarot. This is a recording of a live green room show from Wednesday, September 22nd, hosted by Michelle T. And if you enjoy it, you can listen to her do it again every week on the Spotify green room app. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you're following Michelle T over on the Spotify green room app to get notified whenever she goes live and go get your cards read. All right, here's last week's green room show. Hello, tarot people. It is me, Michelle T. Thanks for being here at Ask the Tarot. I'm coming at you live from an Airbnb in Sacramento, California. So there's like weird noises that I'm not used to. So I'm sorry if there's anything strange with the sound tonight. But you know, I'm here because I am meeting my fiance's family is out here and friends, chosen family, and um, we're getting married in March. And so, you know, in honor of our wedding, I have a bunch of questions from listeners about people wondering if they should get married or not. I'm calling it the runaway bride edition, okay? So um, I'm going to be reading some questions that were uh, sent to me on social media. If you guys have any sort of question or problem, it does not need, doesn't need to be about a wedding, <laughs> okay? It could be about anything. Just raise your hand and I'll, I'll uh, you know, call you guys up as I can, okay? And I do want to say, I get way too many questions to answer all of them and it kind of breaks my heart because all of these questions are super great and I want to share them and I want to be helpful but it's just not possible you guys but I'm going to do my best so let's get going so here's here's a question that came into my uh my dms over on the instagram where I'm michelle tease if you ever want to send me anything here we go. I am currently in a relationship with a wonderful guy and we are engaged to be married. We have been in a relationship for three years now, engaged since Christmas of 2020. I don't know why, but there is something in me that keeps doubting our relationship. This guy is literally a dream. He treats me well. He provides for me. He puts up with my crazy self, but I just don't know why I continue to try to find reasons that it won't work. I've pulled cards on the relationship and recently had some girlfriends pull a beautiful spread regarding our relationship. But still, here I am. Is it the Sag in me? Uh, yeah, you should have started with that. You should have started with, I am a Sag and I can't stop trying to sabotage my beautiful relationship. <laughs> okay, is the idea of marriage suffocating me? Well, what do you, it sounds like it. I want to make this work. What is my path with and without him? He would like to get married ASAP, have a courthouse marriage, but I would like a little something, a little reception, a pretty dress. Is that so bad? Hmm, what's it really about, huh, Sag? She wants the dress. You gotta have the dress. That's what I think. I mean, listen, if you're gonna go down this sort of archaic traditional path of marriage, you know, a path which yeah, I'm going down, I'm into it, but you know, there's a lot of arguments against it at this point in time. I think you definitely have to have the dress and you have to have a big party, right? You have to have all the real fun stuff. But anyway, did you ask me? No, you asked the tarot and I pulled some cards for you. Uh, I brought out a special deck. You guys, in order to conserve time, I'm like pre-picking, doing some readings before we, we start this. So we're ready to go. So I'm using this, this tarot deck. You guys are going to laugh. It's the Peanuts tarot deck, okay? As in like Charlie Brown. Um, it was gifted to me by an incredible poet, named Justin Chen. If you like poetry, 
he's not with us anymore, but his poetry will be with us forever. Go check it out. And um, yeah, it is it is actually Snoopy and the gang, tarot style, Rider Waite style. All right, so the first thing I picked is, you know, what is my path with him, okay? So what's your path with this dreamboat who like provides for you? I mean, my God, what does that mean? Um, you got the high priestess, which is like, hey, it's the high priestess. It's Lucy in this deck, could you die? High priestess is like a big yes card, right? Uh, it's major arcana and it's like, it's, it's very psychic, it's intuitive, it's knowing. Um, you know, I, I take it as a yes for sure. And then you got the two of wands, um, which are baseball bats in the, in the Charlie Brown tarot. This is dominion, this is energy, this is yes, this is like do it. It's Mars in Aries. It's like beautiful, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really fierce, strong energy. But now check this out. Your final card here, Seven of Cups, classic Rider Waite style Seven of Cups, which is, if you don't know, an illustration of seven cups, and out of each cup comes some other sort of dream, some other fantasy, like, ooh, look, I could pick that cup, and I could have, you know, a loaf of bread. That's what this is in this. And, you know, in the Rider Waite, it's like jewels or a beautiful woman or victory. And, you know, you sit there looking at all of these dreams and you, and then, you know, your life falls apart and you got nothing. So listen, I feel like that's a very strong message coming at you from the tarot. The high priestess is saying, know yourself, Sag. Know yourself and know, know what you have. Know what you have to feel grateful about. This two of wands is like such that Sag energy. It's actually Aries, but still it's fire. It's like, yes, go for it. And then it's like, know yourself. You're always going to be like, oh, but what about over there? Now I can't do that stuff over there if I'm over here. But like, that's, that's just part of the human condition. Am I right? I mean, we only have these one lives. For some of us, it doesn't feel like enough. I can really relate to that. But that's what we got, you know? I mean, if you break up with this guy, what are you going to do? Go out and try to find another guy just, just like him? You know what I mean? I mean, you, you got him already. This restlessness that you're talking about, it looks like, you know, this is your problem, you know? It's not his problem. It's not your relationship's problem. It really is his, your problem. So let me see. What was your next question here? Okay, so if you call this off, what does it look like? Well, first of all, it looks like the Ten of Swords, right? So that's like when you're dead in the street with all the knives in your back. It's ruined. It's like, it's not a good card, okay? Then you have the Knight of Wands. He is so impulsive. Very impulsive dude. So it's like, okay, you bottomed out in your thinking and in your inability to be happy with what you have because it means you can't have all your other dreams. And then you do the impulsive thing. And then, you, you know, eventually you get the Six of Swords, which is you come back around, you'll be okay. You know, you're going to be okay. I don't think it's your path, though, because this feels like a larger issue, you know, with that Seven of Cups. It's sort of like, you know... There's a reason why like marriage is seen sort of traditionally, oh God, I'm going to be so like, I guess it's, I guess it's in the Christian tradition, or maybe it's like the Judeo-Christian tradition. But it seemed like a, it's called a, sacri a sacrament, right? Because you're sacrificing something. You're sacrificing all those other dudes out there that you could also have a lot of fun with, but you're sacrificing them to focus on this one excellent dude. So that's what it kind of looks like to me. Now, <laughs> I picked cards on, you know, what about, you know, not having a courthouse marriage, like waiting, getting the pretty dress. And um, the first card is the two of discs. So that's called change. So that's like a big change, right? You're, you know, really re rearranging things. Then you have the two of cups, which is love. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this looks nice. This looks like you, you do need to change the wedding. It needs to represent you, right? And maybe if it's more engaging for you and it feels like it's giving you things, you'll be more open to it. But then right after that, 
we get the eight of swords, okay? And that's interference. And that's like, there's something up. Why does why does your man want to put a ring on it so fast? He wants to wipe you so quickly because he knows you're wily and he thinks you're going to get away. So it looks like there's some maybe pushback or some sort of reasons. I mean, maybe it's COVID. I don't know. Now, if you do just sort of go with the uh, courthouse wedding, you know, as is, two of two of swords... Uh, it's like, you're not, you're not fully on board with the two of swords. Then you get the 10 of cups and you just do it. It's like, you're like, okay, I'm just going to do this. It's a beautiful card. You're not just doing it in an impulsive way, but you're just like opening your heart and you're like, I want to do, I'm going to just, I'm committing, I'm committing and it's beautiful, but then you get the judgment card. So I got to say the judgment cards coming up a lot in these, in these, and, and the judgment card is feeling judgy to me today. Like sometimes the judgment card, you know, every tarot card has a lot of different facets, but I'm really feeling like the judgment card is about being judgy. And I think you're going to have regrets. Okay. So here's what I say, looking at the tarot, you do want to stay with this guy and you want to deal with whatever your avoidance issues are. Okay. Your Sagittarian astrologically based uh, avoidance issues. And you want to marry this dude because he's great. And um, you do want to push for a little something. You want to look pretty. You want it to be like, you know, I mean, I don't believe in the whole like, this is my big day. You know, I don't really subscribe to that. But it is a very special and important day. And you should look your best and feel your best. So, so you know, push for it. It does look like you're going to have to push for it. But better push for it then be filled with regret, okay? Really. And just tell that to your man, you know, who like puts up with your crazy self, you know? He's probably used to it by now. So just do it, just do it. And just assure him that you're not gonna bail. <laughs> he doesn't have to like rush you to the courthouse like today in order to keep you, <laughs> okay? Invite me to the wedding, thank you. All right, let's get somebody from out here in the, in the hands raised. Let me see, who do we got here? Mary Sun. Oh, you're named after a tarot card, Mary Sun. Are you here? Can I help you? Oh, hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited I got picked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me try to keep this really, really... I'm like all nervous now. Oh, my gosh. The adrenaline's going. Oh, oh just take a deep breath. It's okay. It's okay. This is casual. <laughs> well, I want to get some advice about which way the tarot says that I should go. So about five years ago, okay. I'll keep this quick. Um, oh my gosh, adrenaline rushing. This is not okay. from like the subject matter. But um, um, I was in the you know recipient of two assaults and then one car accident. And then ever since then, oh my gosh, it's been horrible. Like my life um, has just been falling apart. Everywhere that I look for help, everyone that I get connected with for help, like I reach out to my cousin. Um, unfortunately, he was, he died 10 days after I was going to go live with him and then, you know, get all healed from this. Um, and then same thing happened with my brother. He passed away. And then um, oh. I went to, to my grandma and um, and she is in really bad health. It's like everybody that I'm contacting can't help at all. Even my car insurance lawyer, he had a mental breakdown yeah. because of the stress of his job. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I mean... That's a lot like of information. So what is your question? What would you well, like? I've been trying, I've been pulling um, cards for myself. Like, okay, if I asked this person yeah. for help, you know, it seemed like a really good idea to get reconnected with my grandma. And I just don't quite know 
which way I can, you know, regain my job, regain my health, regain uh, stable housing. Could you maybe frame that, help me frame that in a question for the tarot? Sure, sure, sure. Well, you know, the, the tarot is really excellent at illuminating different paths. So if you have any, if you have any notion at all of like, well, what about that person? Well, what if I went and did that? Like, I, I'm really hearing you that you're at or nearing the end of your rope here. I get that. But is, is there anyone else or any other sort of plans that we could pull cards on and it could maybe illuminate what is a good, clear, open path for you right now? So let's pull cards on pursuing, I don't know, career. I actually am not represented for this car accident. So I need to find a new attorney. Is that even going to turn up with anything? Should I continue trying to help my grandmother while I'm doing all the, I'm trying to, you know, build back my life? Okay. That's a good one. What does it look like for you to help your grandmother while you're building back your life? I'm going to do some shuffles on that. Are you living with her? Okay. All right. Well, that's good that you have a place to get some shelter. You got a loved one. What does it look like for you to just sort of stay there, help your grandmother while you get back on your feet? What does that look like for you? And I'm sorry, I'm so nervous. Okay. It's so, it's like, uh, it's so weird to be like recorded and stuff. I know, I know, it really is. And you guys are also brave. I mean, it's very brave to share your vulnerable problems with strangers, especially on the internet, you know? Hey, Mary, That's this so looks beautiful. Staying with your grandmother. The first card that comes up is the Empress. And she's a little young to be a grandmother, but she's got that maternal energy. It's beautiful. It's love. It's family. It's nurturing. It sounds like maybe, maybe this is a, a beautiful situation where you and your grandmother are able to help one another, you know, like she's helping you by providing you a place to be. You can help her in the ways that you can. The next card is the nine of cups. It's happiness. It's Jupiter and Pisces. It's like only good will come out of this. It's very beautiful. And then your final one here is the two of wands dominion. And if there is a card that's like, what's the card about getting back on my feet? It's this card. It's Mars in Aries. Like Mars does not stay down and Aries does not stay down. So this is like, I really love this. To me, it's saying very clearly that this is a beautiful and healing um, and mutually beneficial home base for you while you get, while you just kind of, you know, wait for these things to come through and do the work that you have to do. So that's what that looks like to me. That's a big yes. I hope that's helpful. Um, Is there any other sort of path that you're considering? I know you're, you don't, you don't, you don't have representation yet, but is there somebody in particular that you've reached out to or? No, I mean, the case is very complicated with the, with the assaults and and everything, a lot of things involved. Okay. Like, is there any sort of legal help that I could get? I mean, I'm sure there is, but like there's that, card doesn't exist in the tarot do you know what I mean so it's more like what direction do you want to look in for legal help and I can tell you if the tarot says that's a good path or not how should I frame that well um are you have any idea in your mind of like what your different options are for legal help you know, basically it's calling around to different lawyers and asking if they they can take the case. And because Okay, so let's see. What if you start doing that? What if you do that uh, with gusto, you know? Um, How about we ask this? What if I okay. send a mass email to basically all the car insurance lawyers and then ask them if they'll take it? Is anybody going to buy it and help? Okay, ma- a mass email. Is a mass email. That would certainly be a lot less work for you. So that's great. Um, so that is a big pro and that gets it out to lots of people. And then you can kind of like suss it out from there who feels like a good match. Let's see. I guess the cons could be that maybe it's a little impersonal, but maybe that's not a big deal. Hmm. 
This is interesting. I mean, okay, listen, you got the chariot. And the chariot is about like taking matters into your own hands and like going for it. And it's like a car accident and the chariot's like very, oh, okay, a little on the nose, but I like when the tarot is on the nose. Then you have the Empress card, which you just got. And this is a card now for you that is about healing and being grounded and taking care of yourself. But then you also have the Three of Swords, which is sorrow. So like, to me, what I'm seeing is that I just picked the work card for you, the th another three, the three of, of discs. You should do this. I think it's going to get you some leads, but you're going to have to do more work to get to get this help. It's not going to it's not going to come super easily through this method. You're going to be disappointed. Please don't let the disappointment stop you. I see the work card here just meaning that like and this is the chariot too. the chariot. You know, it's very victorious. And when you just look at it in the tarot, it's a very victorious image. But sometimes because it is so victorious, we forget it's the chariot of war. And you're fighting for that victory, you know? So there's a little bit of a fight and a hassle and you're probably not surprised because it sounds like you're already, you know, dealing with that. But it looks like there's a little bit more of that to come. But this is the right beginning path for you. It seems like my my feeling about it is that this, that mass email is going to lead you to the help that you need. Okay. One more thing about my grandmother. She's in really ill health mm -hmm. in her housing situation. I mean, the, the house, it's not in good condition at all. And there's a lot of work mm -hmm. that needs to be done. So it's not exactly like the best situation. Should I uh -huh. be staying here? Should I get us into like a rental? Mm -hmm. I feel like, but I feel like I already told that yeah. for you. Yeah. But um, I guess I didn't have the information about, I mean, you should definitely be with your grandmother for sure. For yeah. sure. But should you guys move together into a new place? Is that feasible for you guys right now? It is? Okay, let me see. Yeah. What would it look like if you and your grandmother together moved into a place that was better? Grandma's in her golden years. She needs she needs some creature comforts. And she is a young grandma. Okay. <laughs> it's not the right time. It's not the right time right now. Queen of Swords, mm. Nine of Swords, which is cruelty, and Eight of Discs, which is prudence. I, I just, it's not the right time. More will be revealed when you get a reading like that. Because does the tarot, like, the spirit want you guys to, like, live in squalor together? I don't believe so. But sometimes it's really about timing. And if there's a lot that's going on, maybe right now, as it is, maybe sort that stuff out and get a little grounded. And then ask the tarot again, okay, is now time for us to look for a new place. All right. We wish you so much okay. luck and help and assistance. Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so oh, nervous. You were, yeah. great. you were great. And again, it's super brave of you to, to come up and, um, and share this. And everybody here is rooting for you and rooting for your grandmother. Please take care. Take care. Oh, thank you. You too. Take care. Yeah. Okay, let's see. It's back to the runaway brides, you guys. I got another runaway bride here. Okay, here we go. Listen to this one. I was hoping you could pull some cards for me on my relationship issue. My partner and I have been together for 5.5 years. We got engaged almost three years ago when things were great, but we took our time planning a wedding and then COVID delayed it and now things are very rocky. We are so different in many ways and have such a hard time understanding each other. One of our major differences pertains to sex drive and love language, by which I mean she'd like to have all the sex and physical affection, and I'm not into that, especially with things just being extra strained. Part of me feels like we should open the relationship so she can get what she needs, and maybe she will be happier that way, but I have no desire to personally engage in any other relationships. I just want her to be happy and for our relationship to be less tense around this issue. 
another part of me wants to cancel this wedding, but it's in a month. It's in a month. Oh God. And you know, I let, I let this sit in my, in my uh, inbox for a minute. So it's even later now. It's in a month and a half and canceling it would be major drama. My other thought is just proceed with the relationship and wedding as planned and hope we can work it out. Obviously, we plan to seek counseling no matter what scenario we wind up in. This has been so heavy on my mind as the wedding looms and we are at each other's throats. I feel like some guidance from the tarot will bring me some clarity. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot. This one's giving me a lot of feelings, you guys. This one's giving me a lot of feelings. I mean, okay, let's just go to the tarot because I picked the cards already, right? You don't even need to hear what I think of this, though I'm I have no doubt I'll, I'll find a way to insert myself, right? I'm pulling cards from this beautiful deck called the White Newman deck. And who is the lovely artist of this deck? Alba Balesta Gonzalez. And um, it's a gorgeous deck. And if you guys want to see these decks, I'm going to post them on my Instagram after this so you can come and peek. But okay, so the first thing I picked on is opening the relationship. Is that going to help? Okay, the first thing that comes up Nine of Wands. I mean, Nine of Wands, it's like, how do I explain it? It's like you're you're looking for something, okay? You're like, you're hoping, but you're like defensive. Like in this image, there's a woman and she's sort of walking through water. She's holding a stick, like, like she's going to hit someone if it comes to it. And there's a bunch of other wands sort of blocking her. You know, I, I think this is the that classic card in the Rider Waite where the person is has a bandaged head wound and is, you know, defensive. It's like there's a wound in the relationship, right? And, and so the, it's the relationship needs to be healed. You know, it's not like, I don't know, you know, I'm super pro open relationships, but not when I think you look at them to solve a problem. I just don't know that that's going to work. Six of Swords, that's a good one, okay? Six of Swords is not bad. It, Six of Swords actually is about solving a problem or trying to solve a problem. You know, it's a person who's in a boat and they're moving away from rough waters towards calmer waters. But then the last card is Judgment. And again, I'm feeling like the Judgment card is a little judgy. It's like, okay, is this what I want? You know, the Judgment card does ask us to stop and say, what am I doing? Is this what I want? Am I using my resources properly? You know, for for a relationship that feels like it's kind of bottoming out to the extent that this one sounds like it is, I want to see something much more beautiful and healing and, and fun, you know? This is about, you know, sex. This is a sex question. Let's have some fun sex energy. It's not here. And, you know, I just don't like that nine of wands, that wounded person. It's like, okay, this is a wounded person looking to probably feel loved by their partner and, you know, feel desired by their partner, not just necessarily desired, you know, by any old Joe, although it's nice to feel desired by the Joes of the world. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't look like it's going to, you know, solve the problem. Okay. So the next thing I did was I looked and I said, what does it look like if you call this wedding off? Now I get that it would be major drama, right? Is that, that was, that's what the words of this parent, major drama, but guess what is major drama? Being in a relationship, a sexless relationship with people who are totally mismatched about something so crucial and so connected to people's understanding of themselves, their connection to their higher self. You know, sex can be really spiritual. I mean, sex is so many things. And you, Querent, you might be asexual. That's a real thing. And I don't know, you know, I'm probably, don't let me femsplain asexuality to you. You probably know about it, but, you know, I, I couldn't help but, but wonder. Here's the cards for calling off your wedding. Page of Swords. Is she impulsive? Yes. She's impulsive. 
Is she somewhat of an overreactor? Oh, that's a matter of opinion. You know, the, the, the page of swords, uh, she's the princess of swords in the Toth deck. She sees that she's a problem, that there's a problem. And she's like, hell no. And she destroys it. <laughs> sort of like calling off a wedding a month before because you realize, oh my God, I don't really like to have sex. This person always wants to have sex. How in the world is that going to change? The next card for calling off the wedding, the sun. Oh my gosh. You know, when I pull cards for anything, for yes or no questions, you know, I want to see the sun. There's no bigger yes to me in the tarot than the sun. The sun is beautiful, gorgeous. You know, it's all these lovely things that admittedly calling off a wedding is not any of these things, but we're looking for positives for yeses or nos, right? So I'm seeing, uh, because ultimately what we want is for you and your partner to find your way to your personal sons, right? And if you can't, if you can't uh, get there in relationship to each other, then it's absolutely the best thing to do. Call it off and go after your best lives separately, okay? Your final card here, Queen of Cups. You know, super emotional. There's a lot of emotions tied up in this, like more than I can even begin to surmise or begin to just get in here. But it, it is saying this is a very emotional situation, but like, oh, looks, it looks good. It looks good to cancel your marriage, okay? Now, what if you don't? What if you stay in the marriage, okay, and go into couples counseling? So glad you mentioned that. I love couples counseling. So important. So here's the cards for sticking with it, okay? Four of Swords. It's a calm card. It's called Truce in the, in the Toth deck, which means you've made a compromise. You're like, okay, we agree to disagree. Let's take a breath. Let's calm down. Like, you know, in many ways, it's, a gr it's great. It's a respite, okay? You're like, you can kind of breathe. If you decide to do this, you have a course of action. That is going to be helpful to you. It's going to help you sort of like, okay, I know what I'm doing here. But like, I just, I just got to say again, like agreeing to disagree about sex is real hard. I don't even know if it's possible. Okay, your next one here, Knight of Pentacles, all right? Knight of Pentacles is great, but uh, he's not moving, okay? There's no movement. He's just standing there. And to me, this feels like, oh gosh, you know, it's about not doing anything, you know? Like I'm not seeing, you know, the Four of Swords also is that card in the Rider Waite where it looks like someone's dead, <laughs> but they're not dead. They're just sleeping. This is like the one time that's true. They're not dead. They're sleeping. But like, these are cards of sort of like no movement. And I don't, I think you guys need some movement. Like this sounds really frustrating. Your final card is the Hierophant. That's the card of tradition. No, again, you guys, I know I've picked the Hierophant in other readings and other contexts and I've said something very different and that's tarot. You know, that's, you got to figure out like you use your intuition, you use the symbology, you use the context of the question. What does it all mean together? The Knight of Pentacles is a Taurus card and so is a Hierophant. All love to the Taurus. But right here, it feels like, you know, you're sticking with something in a stubborn way, right? Which is like a one of the Taurus's shadow sides for the sake of tradition. The Hierophant is the Pope, you know, not in this white lumens. The, the I got to tell you, the Hierophant in this is like some sort of like lady who's got like, she's having a nip slip and she's got a beautiful crown on her head and it's like an amazing, gorgeous picture. But traditionally, the Hierophant is the Pope and it's sort of the path of tradition, patriarchy, dare I say, all these other things. To me, this is saying, if you stay with it, you're not staying with it because you're passionate about it. You're staying with it because you're overwhelmed, you're exhausted, you're scared, you don't know what to do, you don't want major drama, you just want to, you know, you've sort of made your bed and now you're going to lie in it. And 
that's never a good idea. You've got to go to the sun, go towards the sun. And that means, that means canceling your wedding. I can't believe I'm telling somebody to do that. But, um, you know, I picked the cards. That's what they said. So um, I'm telling you what the cards have said. And I wish you both so much, so much luck. I, you know, your, your partner deserves someone who's going to like, just, you know, smash her. You know what I mean? Like nail her, give her all the sex she wants, whatever, you know, she needs to feel sexy. And you, what do you want? Maybe you want a big cuddle party. I don't know. You need someone to cuddle the hell out of you and never want to like anything to do with your genitals. I just want everyone to be happy. And it looks like you guys are not a good match for that, but I wish you guys both well. Now let's switch gears and see who is in the, uh, who's got their hand up and it looks like Casey Sawyer. I'm calling on you, Casey Sawyer. How can the tarot help you? Oh, okay. Um, I've been thinking about this as you're talking, how I wanted to, to ask, but I guess I'm more like career focused right now and kind of like okay. where that path will lead me. Cause like right now I hate my job. <laughs> I just, I'm not happy, but like, I'm also unsure of like where to go. Do I stick with it? I hope it gets better. Or do I go and and jump in somewhere else that I I don't know? You know what I mean? Okay. So is it sort of a, should I stay or should I go kind of question? I think it's more, yeah, it is. Or are there a few different places that you would maybe like to go that you want me to pick between? See, I don't. I think that's the thing too. Is I think, yeah, it's like if I if I stay, what's going to happen? If I go, what's going to happen? So, okay, so let's. Okay, so you hate your job. That sucks. Let's see. What does it look like if you start looking elsewhere? Right. If you just start putting your intention towards, I'm going to leave this place. I don't know where I'm going yet, yeah. but I know there's going to be a better match for me out there somewhere, and I'm going to start doing all my investigations and just intending to leave this job. What does that look like? And really what we're asking is, is now the time? That's that's so often with the tarot. It's not like you're not doomed to be at a job you don't like for your whole life. It's just like, is now the best time? So I'm picking three cards for that. And now what does it look like for you to like sit still for the moment, just so we can compare and contrast and see what is the better path? So, you know, knowing that it's not forever, um, you know, is there a way you can get through? What does it look like for you to just sort of, I don't know, take a deep breath and accept that you're there for a little bit longer um what does that path look like for you i'm shuffling and pulling three cards all right so leaving hmm complicated oh they're both complicated and i do i do hate that (laughs) i do like when things are very black and white so here's the thing if you if you leave um it looks a little hard. You get the interference card. It might be hard for you to initially like find what that next move is going to be. It, do, it does look like that. But then you get the success card, the six of cups. I'm sorry, the six of discs. And that's the card we want to see for career questions. You know, it's really good. So to me, that's saying like, yes, you do find an out. You find a way out. But then you get this seven of cups, which is debauch. So I just want to ask, I just want you to make sure that is the job really the problem? Okay. I'm not saying, I'm not doubting you or anything like that, but the debauch card, when the debauch card comes up, it's like, we're craving something. We're chasing something down and it's still not satisfying. We're still not happy. And maybe we're even like messing things up a little bit more. So, you know, I just want to, I think it's really important for you to make sure, um, first of all, that what you, that your, um, that your expectations from any job, 
are reasonable for the moment, you know, which isn't to say you shouldn't always like be aiming higher and working higher, but it looks like to have it end with the debauch card makes me feel a little bit like, oh, you know, what happens if you find you, if you find yourself back in another job and you also hate it? So it's sort of like, that's your fear. So is it a little bit of like, wherever you go, there you are. Like, yeah, is your discontent <laughs> somehow related to something else? Is there something else that's making it hard for you to enjoy your days at work, you know, besides just the job? Um, is it, do you need to maybe, I don't know, like switch industries entirely, like go back to school, do something really drastic to get yourself out. Cause it looks like that might be the case now. Like as far as it looks like you might actually find a new job and be really excited and kind of ride on that high for a minute, but then find yourself also not liking it. Now, if you stay at the place that you're at, you have the fool card. So that's really interesting. It's like, because the fool is about drastic new beginnings and taking risks. So it's almost like it's a big risk for you to stay there. But like, I wonder if there's almost a way that you can um, get your head around it where you're like, you know, I'm going to just have a totally different attitude about this place. You know, I'm going to just try to do things really differently. And that ends up bringing us to the next card, which is failure. <laughs> so it looks like, but then after that, see, this is why this is so interesting and complex. After that is the ace of discs. So what it seems like is that, you know, you can't trick yourself. You, you maybe try to trick yourself into thinking that the job is better than it is, or like, I'm going to, I'm going to change my attitude. And, but then the things that bother you about it still bother you. But I think what's interesting is that ace of discs that comes afterwards. Yeah. Um, that's about a new chapter of your life, opening up a new path and it's discs, which again is work. So I like this path for you better. And, um, and you know, tarot is really mysterious. Like our life lessons are complicated and they can feel kind counterintuitive. And it might be that you need to kind of stick out your job one more time and really know, like for one more round and really see like, okay, this is what I don't like about it. This isn't, this is what's not working. And that ace of disc could be you then leaving with a lot more confidence and really a lot more like self-knowledge and confidence and really knowing what you're going after. It could also be that and I don't know what your industry is or if this is even possible, but it's making me feel like when you kind of go into work with that full attitude, um, it's noticed. And I wonder if you get promoted or brought up, brought into different projects or if something happens that makes it so that you do stay there, but it, fe- but it does end up feeling really new, like something does actually change in a good way. Either way, it seems to me the path that brings you the real change and success that you want is actually sticking it out at your job a little bit longer. Okay. That, that was actually okay, kind good. of my goal for now, but I just kind of need to see. Um, I think next year will probably be when I'm like really going to go for it, but I'm just so hesitant okay. to make those changes. Uh, next so year looks you. good. I just picked a card for next year. You got the art card, oh, which yeah. is also temperance. So it's about a little bit of a moderate path with that temperance um, influence, but then art is Sagittarius and it's like a very positive go for it card. Oh, look at that. All right. You know, I have a lot of Sagittarius in me, so uh, I can say it's really hard to be satisfied when you get a lot of Sag. You know, there's always another horizon, you know, it's always, always something more to chase down, but it does look like, you know, that, that new cycle of work with the Ace of Discs, it is going to come for you. So that's great. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Back to the Runaway Brides, you guys. We got one more. We got one more in the hopper here that want to know about their LTRs. Okay, here's this one. I have been with my boyfriend for going on five years. We own a home together, have three pets that we love like children, and we generally want the same things in life. I feel like this is supposed to be my forever relationship. 
However, we have always struggled with some issues surrounding our disagreements. We both have hairline triggers and have our own baggage from our home life growing up. I have been going to therapy to try to work on my short, shortcomings. Way to go. Kudos for that. And we have been in couples therapy for a while. He has not gone to therapy on his own. We have made definitely some progress with our communication. However, there are some things that I have a hard time getting past, which makes me spiral into wondering if I should commit my forever to him. I cannot see my life without him, but I also cannot stand the disrespect that he projects when we fight. In the beginning of our relationship, I felt like I found the one. But the longer we are together and the closer to marriage we become, I, the more I, in panic I am about this. I wonder if I'm settling for something that may eat away at my soul over time. Can you tell me what my future could hold if I commit to marrying him or what it would look like if my full potential would be better reached in a different relationship later in life? Wow. These are big questions, you guys. Big, big questions. So um, I turned to a lovely deck called Vessel. It's an oracle deck. It's not traditional tarot, but, you know, it does, it does these sorts of readings, right? And I pulled three cards for each question. Three is, you know, what could my future hold if I commit to marrying him? Um, or, you know, what, would I, what, does my, what does my potential look like if I don't? And I maybe, you know, I'm in a different relationship down the line. I love how chill that is. She's just like not looking to run right out from dude to dude, just like down the line. Is it, what's it going to look like for me? All right. So if she goes, if you querent go with this dude um, who seems like, you know, seems like a good guy with some problems, like, which, you know, sounds like most of us, right? Good guys with some problems. You get movement, power and endurance. I don't like that endurance, okay? I mean, endurance is a great quality to have during um, a, a crisis, right? Uh, <laughs> but we don't want our marriages to be crises, do we? No, we don't. So you get movement, okay, That I mean, that's kind of nice. Like, once I think once you do commit, you know, there's movement, right? Like, you're like, okay, this is really happening because it sounds like maybe you're in a little bit of stasis right now. Um, power. That's really interesting um, that there is a sense of power, but then there's endurance. So, I, you know, that's, it's really strange. I, I feel like the ways in which you might feel disempowered in this relationship, you do get over that. Like you are able to be in your empowered self, but there is this endurance. I don't, I don't like it. That's why I pick the other three cards, right? So what does it look like if you actually do not marry this person? You end this relationship. These are the cards you got. Begin healing and light. OMG. These are really special, beautiful cards. Okay. Begin. Like, wow. Like you're beginning your life all over again. It's a new beginning. I mean, it's a beautiful card. It's like this like eight pointed star that's exploding with hearts and diamonds and, you know, rays of light. It's really gorgeous. Healing. Like, okay. I don't know. I mean, you know, you are no doubt you're in this relationship with this person. You live together. You're both very aware of each other's, you know, strengths and weaknesses. But I wonder if, um, you know, as much as you, as, as much as you, as you've said very nice things about him, I wonder if these other things are actually taking a bigger toll on you, this disrespect and whatever falls under that. I wonder if they're taking a bigger toll on you than you realize. And that outside of the relationship, when you're not having to, you know, look away from it or minimize it, all the things you have to do, you know, to get through the day, you, you see the effect that it's had on you and you start to heal from it. 
which is beautiful. And then light. Ah, you know, this is a very spiritual deck, this vessel deck. And light, you know, what does it mean to you? It's like spirit. It's uh, it's the universe. It's our, it's our inner light shining through. It's a beautiful card. It's all of these lovely um, stars that have eyeballs inside them. Okay, it sounds a little creepy, but it looks really cute. And they're shining. And I just feel like, you know, specifically, you're asking about your full potential. And, you know, endurance doesn't feel like full potential. You know, when you're enduring, there's a lot of energy being uh, expended just to kind of like keep things in place, right? Just to kind of get through the day. But I'm not seeing that when you leave the relationship. I'm seeing light, healing, and a new beginning. So that to me is super clear. I wish you so much luck, you know, undoing a long-term relationship. It's no fun. It's really a bummer. But it looks like, you know, that's maybe what your destiny is holding for you. Okay, speaking of destiny, who is destined to next be called up to the stage? Magali Santillan. I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. Magali? Hello? Hello, is this Magali? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, hello. Did I say your name? Yes or no? It's Magali Santillan. Yeah, Magali, okay, Magali. cool, cool. Hi, oh my Great. God, so cool. Last week you read my sister, now you read me. Hopefully that's a fill. Oh, no way. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, great. Well, what can I help you with? Uh, okay. Um, so I just wanted to get a little bit of uh, clarity on kind of been on this um, weird on and off work kind of relationship, I guess, in a way, something um, since last year. And I, I like, I, I honestly, I, I don't okay. know where this is going. I kind of want more, but I, I'm just unsure, like, should I just move on or, sh or is this going to, you know, um, continue pretty well? And I know that he has, um, uh, we've been friends, we've been really good friends and I know that he has dealing with some mental health issues, but you know, I've been helping him through all the stuff, but I just, you know, kind of, uh -huh. kind of don't know if I should just like, hey, should I just be a friend, or should I? Is this gonna turn around? Um, yeah. So just. So you guys talk. haven't you haven't had the talk? You haven't had the talk. Like, have you? Um, like, are have you guys been romantic with each other, or is it just? Oh gone? yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no, yes. No. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Good. Good. Just wanted to make sure. All right. So it yeah. sounds like. What I want to ask is, or what we want to ask is, what does it look like for you to kind of keep going towards this person in a romantic way, you know, and keep putting your energy there versus what does it look like for you to kind of pull back on the romance and just be friends and, you know, maybe look elsewhere for romance. Does that sound right? Yeah, sounds cool. Okay, cool. So I'm shuffling right now. Like, what does it look like? What's the romantic potential between you guys? Like, if you did just sort of like put your cards on the table and be like, I want more. Or like, is this going to give you what you want? What does the energy between you guys look like in the romantic sphere? What does it look like for you to keep moving? We essentially have, we essentially have done everything except like everything kind of couples do kind of go out and hang out and. Oh, interesting. Kind of like okay. It's kind of where we should be. Uh-huh. All right. And now I'm going to pick some cards on, you know, what if you just sort of like move, take a step back and say like, you know, this isn't, maybe this is just friend vibes. Like this isn't progressing in a way that's bringing me what I want. Like what if I just sort of make a decision to just be friends and maybe, you know, I don't know, start dating actively elsewhere, looking elsewhere, something to sort of cut that cord between you guys. What does that look like? 
dating where it's like dating it's like <laughs> non-existent uh, I know now. I know I feel like such a jerk whenever I suggest dating because that's basically <laughs> the response I get from almost everyone okay so going towards this person okay and going away from this person interesting yeah it looks like okay the centerpiece card for you guys in, and going towards him it's the lovers so that's really interesting. I mean, obviously it's like, it, it's saying that like, yes, the energy between you guys is strong. Like there is something happening. You guys are in a relationship, even though you might be pretending you're not in a relationship. Like this is a relationship of sorts. Right. And so, you know, as far as you wanting it, you're wanting to like level it up to something that looks and feels more um, like the kind of relationship that, that you want. Um, Hello. Michelle, I think you mute yourself. Oh, hello. Just making sure you're still there. Yeah. I, the I, other like, I haven't heard. If you were talking the past minute, I didn't hear anything because it just went kind of radio silence. <laughs> oh, no. Well, listen, you have the lovers in the center, and that's basically saying when the lovers card comes up, it's about it's time to make a decision. You know, do you stay or do you go? Do you commit or do you not commit? Do you, do you level it up or do you keep it casual? There's a question about commitment that's up when the lover's card comes up. Queen of Swords on one side is looking down and saying she wants to change things. You know, she wants a change. And then on the other side, there's the Prince of Swords. He also wants a change, but he's realizing he doesn't quite have the tools for it. He's in this, he's in a chariot that's not moving forward because it's being pulled by these little silly little fairies that can't pull a chariot. So he has his arm back, he has his sword drawn, and he's going to cut the reins. So it seems like, you know, yeah, I, I mean, it, it really seems like it's time to have a conversation and see if you guys are on the same page, you know? And if you guys are on the same page, and I think that's what's very important here, it seems like you guys have to be on the same page and be wanting the same thing, then yeah, go, go forward. But it seems like somebody is going to have to start that conversation. It might as well be you, why not? I'm just scared he's going to be like, nope. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, I mean, he might be like, no, but here's, because this Prince of Swords here, he doesn't have the tools. It's about a guy who doesn't have tools, you know? There might be something about this person um, where he doesn't, he fears he doesn't have the tools to be in a relationship, right? Now he's either going to deal with that and, and you and the universe are giving him this opportunity to deal with that by saying, hey, look, I'm this rad person in your face. We get along great. Let's do this thing. And so he can either say like, oh, no, no, it's not for me and sort of hide. Or he can cop to it and say, I've, I'm scared. I don't know if I have the tools for a relationship, but I want to try. Because that's the thing about the Prince of Swords. He recognizes that his tools aren't working and he's willing to do something different. So you just got to hope that it's that that's, that's who you're getting. But it makes sense if you're feeling a little trepidation off of him. He is a little bit, you know, I'm seeing that too. But it's kind of like you got to just put it out there and know what you're working with and, and get the truth, you know, share your truth and get his truth. Now, if you actually do end up walking away from this, you're fine. And like, that's really important for you to know. The centerpiece card for you walking away is love. So you're going to have love in your life regardless because like you're just open to love. You have love in your heart. On either side of the love card, you have um, the adjustment card and the prince of discs. The adjustment card is saying, okay, you know, if you have to walk away from this, even though you are, you do have this love card, 
it's going to be an adjustment for you. You are attached to him. Um, even though you guys aren't super serious, you haven't let it get super serious. It's been consistent enough. There's been some hopes probably built up inside of you. Um, you're going to have to adjust to those being gone. On the other side of that is the Prince of Discs. And that's interesting because that's a work card. And so I'm wondering about how work is going to be different for you if you guys end up ending this. You know, if you have to walk away, is it going to be okay for you? I think it will be, but I think it's going to be weird for a minute. We, um, we work every day. Like we talk to each other every day. <laughs> so that's yeah. kind of, you know, um, yeah, definitely will yeah. be weird. But it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Uh, I just picked the fortune card for you. And so remember that, like, even if that means you end up having to leave this job, it's to get a better job. You got the fortune card. So it's either oh. going to be fine. Your work is going to be fine um, where you're at. You guys are going to figure it out and you'll be great. Or you're going to be like, this is too weird. I'm out of here. And then you get a way better job. So, so what does the tarot say if I, if I do bring it up? Is it going to go positive? The tarot says, yeah. The tarot says you should bring it up. Absolutely. It's that time. It's just time. It's that time in your relationship to bring it up. And he, it seems like he's going to be a little wily. Like he's going to be a little spooked out, sketched out. Give him a little bit of time. Like, don't let him like, you know, don't let him avoid the situation, you know, like have your own boundaries around that. Like you might, you might be like, I need, I need to know where you're at by like, you know, give him a week, give him two weeks. I don't, I don't know the nature of your connection and what feels right, but he's going to feel, he's going to need to think about it because there's a lot on the line here for him. He just doesn't know, he doesn't trust himself. And so it's almost like if he can get his head on straight and stop overthinking it and tripping out, is he, or are you an air sign by any chance? Do you know? No, he's, he's a Capricorn, um, Taurus. Capricorn. I'm a Panzer Pisces. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm getting all these swords, court cards, queen of swords came up, prince of swords. I just flipped again and it was the knight of swords. So these are all overthinkers, you know, and, and you know, obviously this needs to be thought about, but you know, with the matters of the heart, you just, you really also want to follow your heart, you know, and it seems like he could be a little bit too much in his head and talking himself out of it and letting his fears take over. So for your yeah. sake, you should have some sort of a time limit. So he doesn't just waffle forever. I mean, you don't want to come in and be like, okay, and here's your, uh, I need to hear back from you by, oh, 300 hours. You know, you don't want to be like that. Give him time. But also, you know, just it's know so that you're going to be. It's yeah. so funny you say that, oh, 300 hours, because uh, we're both military. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, my God. That's so, so, so funny. So, but, but the thing is, like, I'm a unicorn because I've, I've been in for a long time and I have never been married, never, never been engaged. And everybody, uh -huh. well, my peers have either been on their second divorce or first, you know, first marriage, all that stuff. So it, it's definitely been um, mm -hmm. through deployments and everything else. It's been really hard to kind of settle down and meet somebody. Um, and so most of the people that I've dated were all military or government yeah. workers. And it's, it's, I don't connect. It's hard to connect yeah. with other people that are not in the same environment as me. And so... I, I've been literally, I, I haven't been in a relationship that makes like, like almost going on eight years. And, and, and the first couple of years is because I was like, nah, I don't want to. But, but now it's like, fuck, like mm -hmm. I kind of want to, like, I, I kind of want, want, want to see something. And, and the thing is like people, it's like, I've been yeah. single. I'm the friend who's always been single. But the thing is like, I'm have hyper health esteem. It's not like, oh man, like I'm single. Like I suck. I'm like, hell no. I'm more like, are you crazy? Are you blind? 
do you not see? <laughs> I'm well traveled. I'm awesome, and and, and I think <laughs> yeah. that that's what frustrates me, knowing that like folks don't see my value. Yeah, and and it's just irritating. Then I then it, I try really try hard not to compare myself to other people, but then I see other folks in like toxic relationships, and I'm like, how the hell did this nice guy ended up with this person? Like I just don't get it. And then I'm like here, I'm like, you know what? I I I'm just like, you know, yeah. When is this going to happen? And is this going to happen? Like, am I ever going to have a family and kids? And actually, I was the one who sent you those DMs. IG, well that that one DM on IG, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that yeah, out now yeah. after you started and talking. Just, just kind of realizing, like, oh. is I think last question I have with Tara was like, will I ever settle down? Like, is this in the cards for me, or should I just? Because part of me kind of couple, you know, fears got you know what, this is not gonna happen. But part of me is like, no, like I kind of, I kind of, I, I do want to have family. I do want these things, and and I shouldn't just settle for like not having those things. No, you shouldn't. And that's why like you putting this on the table for this guy is going to be a great move for you. And it's going to open doors for you because it's like helping you further articulate and um, solidify what you want and what's important to you. And then it's just about finding that same person who has those same wants and desires, you know, but the more front and center you are about what you're looking for and the more you know it and the more you know you're ready for it. You'll magnetize that person to you. I just picked the swiftness card for you. Um, it's this wands card. Oh, I just put it back in. So now I can't remember. I think it's the eight of wands. And it is, um, it's Mercury and Sagittarius. And it's all about direct communication. And that means direct communication with yourself too. Being really honest with yourself. Like, hey, I want a family and I want kids. So why am I wasting time with this guy who like can't get his shit together? You know, it's like, no, you know, if, if, if you, you know, put it out there and he's like, oh, I don't know about that. Maybe in three years, like that's not where you're at. So that's why you got to say goodbye, turn around and go towards that love. Remember you have the love card waiting for you if you leave this. So if you, you know, go towards him, you get the lover's card, you walk away, you get love. Either way, there's love. You just got to go towards it. Okay. Like Mama Ruth says, everybody say love, love. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Magali. Thanks for raising your hand. Thanks, Michelle. You're welcome. All right, we got like two more minutes. I want to grab one more person from this room, okay? One more person from this room. Let me see. Venus Starfruit. I'm pulling you up, Venus. Venus Starfruit. Are you there? Okay, we don't have that much time, so I'm not going to, I'm not able to wait for too much longer. I'm sorry, Venus, if you're hearing me and you're having technical difficulties. Um, I'm mute. Oh my God. Sorry. That took oh me. Oh my God. There you are. Oh, I should have suggested that. Of course. That is like, right. I understand. I had to figure out how to do it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Here you are. How can I help you? Okay. So I live in Las Vegas. There's no renter protection laws here. And so I'm very abruptly oh. moving back to Chicago after they raised my rent $600 a month. $600? Yeah, no joke here. Oh. There is a special place in hell for that landlord and all property owners that exploit people like that. It's so, it's so, so evil. So, and it like came right after my cat had surgery. It's like a really financially challenging time. Yeah. And, um, so I didn't have to pay a deposit to move in, but I've heard rumors that basically if you move out, they'll try to charge you for like everything, like normal wear and tear, like replace the whole carpet, everything. They'll like send you a bill for thousands of dollars. I've spent the past five years like rebuilding my credit after a sort of bankruptcy thing. And so I'm kind of just tempted to like ghost on them and be like, fuck you guys, like not paying it and take the hit to my credit. Wait, what are you having to pay? I don't okay. understand. You so basically they didn't charge me a deposit when I moved in, but basically okay. that's because they will just like 
decide that you owe them thousands and thousands of dollars for every single that was super shady so now are they wanting you to give them money okay this is i don't know exactly how it's gonna go this is just something i've heard from friends i'm moving out in december right so i'm afraid that when i move out they're gonna hit me with some crazy ass bill (laughs) so the question i'm having is should i just ghost on that bill even though it will probably hurt my credit oh my god venus starfruit you want a tarot reading about what you should do about a bill that you might not ever get yeah, but, but okay, but, but hear me out. I didn't you. I'll do it for you. I just wanted to be okay. clear about what was happening. All right. So should this bill? Let's see. Well, I want I want some more clarity. Is this bill even coming your way? Let's yeah, it's coming your way. Let's see. It's just based on what others have told me, and I wasn't expecting my rent to be raised six hundred dollars either. So. I mean, that's awful. That is so gruesome. That yeah. is insanely expensive. That's like a whole other rent on top of your rent. That's just exactly. Just, these people clearly. I mean, I don't know. I I, no, it's just just evil. These people are good people. Um, Let me see. Here's the deal. It looks like you're probably fine. It looks like you're probably fine. Okay, you have like, I'm like, what is it? What is that? What's the energy look like around you getting hit with some bill? You get the art card, which is beautiful. You get the empress card, which is like nurturing and love, and you have the adjustment card, which is justice, which is interesting. But I feel like it's saying justice is on your side because you have these two very beautiful, supportive yes cards. So let me, okay. you know, so that's that's what I'm getting. I don't even think you're going to have this problem, but should you? What does it look okay. like? Let's okay. see. What does it look like? <laughs> should you get whacked with a bill that I don't think you're going to get whacked with? Okay. You know, I mean. Maybe I just need an anxiety reality check. I don't know. I mean, oh my God. If I got whacked, I, my, my rent just went up $150 and I had like a panic attack from it. I mean, it's so awful. Um yeah you know, and 600 i mean you must be in a state and then you know that it's making you have to switch six states for goodness sake. yeah i'm going from las vegas to chicago so oh my god listen you don't have to pay this the universe okay. does not want you to pay it the cards you got for if you do get a bill what does it look like if you skip out on it okay the universe I mean, all right it's like <laughs> Tarot's going, wait a second. Didn't you guys just listen? I just gave you art, the empress, and adjustment. But okay, you need more. Here's the universe. Um, on either side of the universe, you have the princess of wands. She's like floating uh-huh. fancy free, naked in the sky, you know? And then you have success. Six of this, success. Okay. You're good, <laughs> Venus. You're good. I'm so- Thank you so much, Michelle. You're very welcome. Happy trails. Enjoy enjoy your, your uh, relocation to Chicago. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Okay. Um, you guys, oh, I can see that I cut out, but it seems like I came back in and, uh, you know, why deal with it now that we're three minutes over time anyway? Thank you all so much for coming to Ask the Tarot. It makes me so happy to do this show. I love pulling cards for you. Sorry I can't get to everybody. If you want to try your hand, come see me at Michelle T's on Instagram. I'll, I'll post some pictures of, you know, the, the decks I used tonight. And, um, and you can send me, you know, you can put some questions in if you want to be anonymous. You don't want to raise your hand. I'll be back next Wednesday doing a mixture of those questions that get mailed to me. And you guys here, you know, in the room raising your hands. Also, if you like this, and I think you do, check out Your Magic, the podcast. It's a great podcast we have on Spotify where I interview some of my favorite uh, artists and thinkers and activists and actors. And, and we have spells, too, if you'd like to try your hand in, in casting a little DIY spell. We always have one of those for you. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next week.